With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Hey, good morning, folks. It's Troy Dooley, the host of Beachside CEO, heard around the globe on the Home Business Radio Network. We are running just a tad behind. I apologize for that. Probably most of you won't even realize it when it's up on the recording uh, because we just, we just, it just shows. That's just the way it is. But you know, truly, 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 I want to say that I am, I am sorry for being late. I had, uh, had a good friend of mine that came up to me and said, Troy, I could really use some help. Can you meet with me on Monday? I said, you bet. And any time we do this, I had the same thing happen on Friday. Um, any time this happens, uh, I can tell you right now, we do not we do not wait around. We do not wait for people. We, you know, I don't worry about the radio show or anything else because I really do want people, uh, when they're hurting, when they need something, to be able to come and and talk. And in this case, my buddy just needed a chat, just needed somebody that would listen and let him talk and, and hear out what he was going through. So uh, I believe that's what we do. Matter of fact, it's kind of what happy people do, is it not? I mean, we we are here to to really make a difference in our lives, to make a difference in what we're doing to help people. And that's what I wanted to be able to do today. And I'm glad that you guys realize that sometimes we just um, um, have to do that. So I am finishing up posting this online, and now we are going to... Jump into the show. Dr. Henry Cloud's book, The Law of Happiness. Too many times we do not give our, ourselves a chance to be happy. We don't realize that we can, we can mix our spiritual wisdom and modern science and how it really will change our lives. Sometimes we're taught that it's only through uh, trusting God, and, and I'm in on that. I don't have a problem trusting God. Um, At all, but sometimes there's more to it than just trusting God because God says, Get off your daggum butt and go do something. You know, too many times we're taught that, well, God won't give us more than He than we can handle, and that's not that is not accurate. He does give us more than we can handle so that we'll come to Him for the answer. And I believe in this case that what Dr. Cloud is doing in his book series, The Secret Things of God, is a prime example. In chapter 8, happy people don't compare themselves. Dr. Cloud decides to use the parable of the talents. He says, Jesus tells a story about the property owner, owner and three of his servants. One of them, he gave five talents. The other one, uh, talents of money. Talents is, is cash. That was what they used back in Bible times. Another he gave two, and the third he gave one. The property journey, uh, owner went on a journey, and while they, were, while they were gone, the servants were to use their talents to help kind of further the whole business while the, while the owner was gone. When he returned, he counted up the results. The one who had been given five talents had earned five more. The one who had been given two talents had earned two more. And the one who had started out with just one was so afraid of losing it that he buried it in the ground. And he didn't get any return. Well, the master, upon his accounting, was pleased with the first two. 
And he told them both that. He said, well done, my good and faithful servants. For they had taken their talents and they had multiplied them. But the one who had done nothing with his talent got a stern rebuke for not even trying. And that's that's what we have to do. Too many times we try to compare ourselves to others and then we just get paralysis of analysis. We don't do anything. See, if you think back to, to the fifth chapter, we saw how investing ourselves in worthwhile goals actually contributes to our happiness. But if we sit around doing nothing, we get more and more depressed. See, what we need to learn, you can write this down. We are not meant to compare ourselves to other people. God doesn't do this, and we shouldn't do this. God doesn't say, well, this boy over here, he's got this mega church, and he's preaching, and people are getting saved. He doesn't do that. He doesn't look at the doctor and say, well, this guy over here, he's saving people, and this guy over here, he can't even help them with a common cold. He made each of us unique. Now, I know some of you listening may, you know, may not totally believe that, but each one of us are made in a uniqueness that's unlike any other human being. Science has proven that just with DNA. Not one person's DNA is an exact match. So what do we do? I think instead of feeling like life is good and I'm grateful for everything and and I'm going to go bust my butt and I'm doing a good job, too many times we start saying, I'm a loser. I don't have what other people have. I wasn't born with a silver spoon in my mouth. Poor me. And it causes some major issues in our lives. It causes this frustration, especially if you're in sales, any type of sales business. This is the hardest thing to do. If you're a sports fanatic, okay, watching the Olympics, we see this a lot. Media, the the, the announcers try to compare Michael Phelps with somebody from Australia or, or one of the girl racers with somebody. You want to know the one person that I think can be compared in the Olympics this year is the South African who has no legs, and he's running in the Olympics as a double amputee. I think everybody else should be compared to him, not in his ability, but in his tenacity. The first time I've ever seen somebody compete at the Olympic level who'd lost both legs, who should be setting their poor me attitude, and instead he's competing for a gold medal. That's pretty kick butt. I don't care if he doesn't medal at all. He is a hero. Now think about this for a second. If he sat there and compared himself, himself to somebody else, what good would it do? Not one at all. See, that's the interesting thing as I see it. We compare ourselves, but yet we don't win. And when we don't win, it brings up even bigger, bigger issues. Because we don't ever get off first base. The Bible said this, each one should test his own actions. Then he can take pride in himself without comparing himself to someone else, for each one should carry his own load. In other words, we should be looking at ourselves and saying, am I doing my best? Art Williams said it this way, all you can do is all you can do, but all you can do is enough. Are you doing all you can do? If you're not, then you've got a long ways to go. See, we shouldn't be comparing ourselves to what others do. We shouldn't even be little other people. We shouldn't be we saying, well, this is what they do, so I'm going to do it. That isn't what this is about. What it's about is building each other up in the biggest way we can. 
by looking at ourselves, saying, God's given me something to use, and how can I use it with others? See, what matters is what we're doing with our own life. When we compare other people, or, or we compare with other people, then we're not even comparing reality. See, if, if what I'm saying is true and God's made each of us unique with our own gifts, our own abilities, our own talent, crying out loud, our own horsepower, then why are we comparing ourselves to something, somebody else? It's apples and oranges. See, it's interesting. Dr. Sonia uh, Lombinsky, I think that's how you say it, said, My students and I have conducted more studies showing essentially the same result, that the happier the person is, the less attention she or he pays on how others around them are doing. Dr. Lombinsky, I think that's how you say it, says that when, initi- when they initially asked happy people about comparing themselves to the others, the happy people didn't even know what they were talking about. See, when you're out there busting your butt, when you're fulfilling your mission in life, your, your purpose, your passion, you don't compare yourselves to other people. You don't even know other people really exist. You're just kicking butt and taking names. So why is it? If God really has created you and I unique with our own gifts and abilities, why is it that we keep comparing other people? See, too many times we think that that by comparing ourselves to others, it's going to do something for us. Too too many people try to use peer pressure anyway. That's, it's always been some sign of sales gimmick. Well, this is what your buddy Sam over here is doing. He just bought the, 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 the riding tractor with all the goodies on it. doesn't work that way. Dr. Cloud uses a story. He says, Kyle, an MD, who had overcome and accomplished much in his life, was telling me one day how disappointed he was at this point in his career. Now, he had a thriving practice, but for him, that didn't mean anything. He said, I'm such a loser, an underachiever. I should be further along than I am. In what way, I asked. I thought you were doing exceptionally well. He says, well, look at Miller over there. He said, referring to a friend of his who's a physician. He's become a leader in our specialty through his publishing. Sits on all the review boards, heads at a department at our medical school, speaks all over the place, and consults with drug companies. I'm not doing any of that. Dr. Cloud says you can really feel the downer in the room. He goes, I stopped and asked him, how many times did your dad tell you you were a loser? How many times did your mother stand in the way of everything you wanted to do? How many severe depressions, one with hospitalization, did you have to overcome to make it through med school and residency? How many tens of thousands of dollars of loans did you repay by moonlighting, holding down three jobs? Did you put all that into the equation? See, despite all the life challenges, through faith and perseverance, he'd succeeded. And Dr. Cloud thought it was incredible that he'd even lasted. Yet the doctor to whom he compared himself had come from a stable background, had never been depressed a day in his life, not that he had to work very hard. He had. He, I mean, not that he had not worked hard. He had, but he had not begun so far behind the starting line as Kyle had. Kyle's accomplishments were far greater than Dr. Miller's, and Dr. Cloud told him that. He said, if your friend had begun where you are, there's no telling if he would have accomplished or not. See, once this was pointed out to Kyle, all of a sudden his mood changed. He got it. But so many times we keep this crap bottled up inside of us and we don't have anybody to go to. This is what Dr. Cloud says. 
The truth is that even if you could match Miller and Kyle's background, the experiences, the comparisons would still not be good. And the reason for this is because they would not have the same genes, brain chemistry, hormones level, talents, gifts, temperaments, or personality. Even siblings, this is big. Some of you won't, won't even, probably never even thought about this. Okay, We just don't. He said even siblings do not come from the same background. They come from totally different families always. But that one threw you for a minute. One has a mom and a dad and a little brother or sister. The other has a mom and a dad and a big brother or big sister. Interesting, isn't it? Totally different families, even if other factors were the same, plus they each are totally different genetic makeup. So comparisons never work. God knew this, and he warned us against it. But yet how many times as parents do we say, why can't you act like your brother? Why can't you be like your, mom, you're like your sister? Your brother gets good grades if you just apply yourself. How many times have we heard that? Sadly, how many times do moms and dads live their life through their kids? We see this a lot when it comes to um, sports, don't we? sad but it happens we can't look at each other that way matter of fact we can even take this to, to just men and women so many women feel insecure about their bodies their clothes their hair their homes everything else because they compare themselves to women on television and in magazines to their friends to celebrities and it's interesting the culture just bombards us with this See, everybody's always reading about the latest sexy, beautiful, stylish deal, the best ways to do your room. You're watching HGTV. This is why when wives see their husbands looking at women in magazines or on a website or on a TV, they automatically think they're trying to find something better than they are. Here's the reality, ladies. Men don't look at you that way. See, a woman's attractiveness, Paige's attractiveness specifically to me, has little to do with that she looks or doesn't look like some magazine model. It has everything to do, or at least the majority to do, with her personality, who she is as a woman, her energy, her her total makeup. It has to do with just her being her and not trying to be somebody else. See, women who are comfortable with themselves are way more attractive to to men, period, than the ones that are trying to look like someone in a magazine. I sat yesterday, I was at the Commons, Paige and I were eating lunch, and she knows I do this, and and she laughs, and she'll do the same thing. I'll sit there, and and we will look at the people around us, and it's real easy just to see the happy, everyday, normal people, and then you start seeing all demographic groups of men and women who are trying to be something they're not in the way they dress, their speak, their mannerisms. You just got to be yourself. Now, men are the same way. <laughs> we often think that women care about how much money we make, what we're driving, are we a status symbol? And some women are like that. There, there's no doubt about that. Just like some men, you know, want their wives to, to have fake boobs and, and get liposuction and, and get that squirt stuff stuffed in their mouth to make their lips fuller and all that crap. But the majority aren't. And see, men are different. 
because because what happens is men think that women want all that stuff. In reality, most women, they do want a man to have a job and provide for them, but outside of that, they're not worried about some external symbol of power. They care much more about the personal, interpersonal strength that a man brings to the relationship. Does he communicate with them? Is he confident? Will he pursue her without fears? Will he take the initiative of taking care of her needs and, and, and is secure in himself? See, that's the key. You don't hear a woman going around, oh, she, he's beautiful. No, they'll say he's rugged, he's handsome. He's got that bad boy look about him. They don't care if he's driving a red Ferrari or a Harley Davidson. But yet we want to compare. Men compare and don't realize what women want. Women compare and don't realize what men want. How is it that we can go out there and make a sale to anybody if we don't realize that we're not even being ourselves? See, people are the happiest and the most attractive when they're happy with themselves. Again, God teaches us that only one person should be the judge and that should be us and, 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 well, God, but in our case, us. But here's what Paul says. Paul says, pay close attention to your own work, for then you will get the satisfaction of a job well done, and you won't need to compare yourself to anyone else. See, you know deep inside, when you look in the mirror, if you're doing it right or doing it wrong. That's the key. See, there's nothing wrong with getting inspiration from other people, being motivated by what somebody says. That's all right. We need to be inspired by great people who've done great things in the field in which we're working. But we don't compare ourselves to that. It's pretty simple. Between what God has in the Bible and what research shows, we should not compare ourselves to others. We should take ownership for our own life, our own looks, our own talents, our own genes, and move forward. I had a situation come up over the weekend where I've had a great conversation with a top leader in network marketing. And he says, Troy, you did such and such, and it embarrassed me. I said, I know it's 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 tough because sometimes we all do things that embarrass each other, but he doesn't yet seem to realize that he's got to take ownership for his actions. He keeps saying, yeah, but look at so-and-so. 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 It's like, I'm no, I'm looking at you. Because I'm holding you accountable because you have so much great stuff inside of you. Not that I'm perfect. But too many times, none of us want to hold each other accountable because of our own mistakes. And I've decided, you know what, I know I'm a screw-up, so I might as well just be willing to be out there and let people take pot shots at me. I want to see, in my case, the network marketing industry become the best there is. See, I believe that if we take this advice... If we study the, 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 the research out there, if we take ownership, then we truly will become happy. There's a lot of people that say happiness is no big deal, Troy. You don't have to be happy to be successful. That's true. I guess you could be a dull, negative, disillusioned crybaby and still make a lot of money. But would you would you be able to really enjoy it? How many rich people commit suicide? Probably as many as poor people. So I think the, the, the passion, the drive here should be what what does it take for you deep in your heart to start feeling the way that you want to be feeling, to to be 
pursuing what you want to be pursuing. How much happier could you be if all of a sudden you woke up one day and realized, I don't have to compare myself to anybody else but me. I've got to look at the man in the mirror, the woman in the mirror, and that's the person I've got to please. There's a, there's a thing, I hope I don't offend anybody, but one of the, one of the reasons that you don't see men, when you go in to, to, to buy unmentionables, undergarments, in a, in a store, you don't, for the most part, see a boatload of flowery colors and cute little styles. There's about three different styles, and, and, and they come in three different colors, it seems like. They come in white, they come in, in dark blues or blacks, and, and then they come in, in maybe reds. I don't have a clue why they make red underwear for men. But when you go to the ladies' section of a store... They got the frilly kind. They got different kinds that are there. They got they got <coughs> all these different kinds of bras that I don't even know about. They got all kinds of cute little uh, lingerie that you can wear to bed. Men, they you know you just get some long pants that's got you know Iron Man on them because you're an I think you're Iron Man or something. But that's it. Do you ever think about it because it makes women feel good? Women like to know that they're, they're, they they got stuff on that makes them feel like a lady, makes them feel proud. Men may never see it. A lot of single women never show their panties off to anybody, but it makes them feel good about themselves. Is that a little thing? Absolutely. You know, my, my shirts, my clothes that I wear are pretty rebelish looking. Just because, man, you know what, that's just my attitude. That's my personality. I'm a little maverick. See, we, we usually are an outward example of what's inside of us, and if we're, if we're happy with ourselves outside, we're going to be happy with ourselves inside. But we have to focus on that, work on that. We cannot compare ourselves to other people. That's the problem. And I challenge you today to stop comparing yourself to others. Hold yourself accountable every day. Live by the golden rule and say, you know what? I'm going to treat other people the way I want to be treated, and I'm going to treat myself the best there is. Because if we're not happy with ourselves, we won't be happy with other people. The only way that you're going to be happy with life and with the people around you is to be happy with yourself. That's the name of the game. Tomorrow, happy people think well, now that's going to be an interesting one. Hey, if you've not been over to the Home Business Radio Network, we are having our summer contest, the Economic Freedom Contest. You can go to hbrncontest.com. That's hbrncontest.com. You can join $25,000 in prizes. Stuff's going weekly. Uh, they're having a blast over there, and so are we. You've been listening to the Beachside CEO on the Home Business Radio Network. I am Troy Dooley, your host. Stay dangerous, stay strong, and if you're in network marketing, act like it. Be back here tomorrow morning, bright and early, 9 a.m. Talk to you then. Bye now. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.